Welcome to the Biz Babe podcast, the spot for badass female entrepreneurs just like yourself to learn to embody your inner biz babe and build successful empires on your own terms. We will be touching on all things business, marketing, personal development, and everything else that it takes to be a total boss and successful entrepreneur. My name is Terry Lee, a fellow biz babe just like yourself. I left the nine to five grind to pursue my dream, to be my own boss, build a successful business, and help as many other women along the way as I can. So buckle up, sis, and let's jump into the episode. Hello and welcome. I'm so excited for today's episode. Today we are speaking to Amanda Lee Walker. Amanda, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you. Thanks. So great to be here. No, I'm so excited. So if you don't know Amanda, you you really need to get on it. Um, she is an incredible woman and I adore her. She is the co-founder of Lord of the Fries, which is one of the, well, the biggest vegan fast food chain in the Southern Hemisphere. She is an incredible meditation teacher and I personally learned from her myself. And she is a coach. Once again, I'm, I'm, I'm an avid customer of hers. I love everything that she's about and I feel so blessed to have met Amanda when I did at the beginning of this year because as you guys know this year has been crazy. (laughs) Yeah so you have um, Amanda thank you so much you've literally been like my anchor through all of this craziness of what 2020 has been Um, and as you know I asked you to be my coach um, straight off the bat as soon as I I pretty much met you Um, (laughs) and I'm so happy that I did because it's it's really helped me to be able to stay on track to stay aligned in what I truly want to do especially when things have not gone my way and as you know like with anybody I think in 2020 nobody can say that their plans went well um or like according to like what they they thought it was going to be so um yeah so that brings me to what we're going to be chatting about today which I'm really excited about we are going to be talking about something that I think a lot of us are scared to address and speak about openly and that is failure so welcome amanda thank you so much for joining us today i can't wait to get into this topic with you thank you awesome so i guess let's start off by i know i gave you a little bit of an intro but if you want to introduce yourself to to everyone somebody like if anyone here doesn't know you already well you gave me such an amazing intro but basically yeah, we, I'm the co-founder of Lord of the Fries, which is a beautiful vegan fast food chain. You can find them all over Australia and in New Zealand. That's a growing business. I'm the head of operations there, and I uh, operate that with my husband and, his, and my brother-in-law. And um, since around 2015, I started working as a coach and a mentor with different women in business and have added aspects to that as I see people need. So at first it was doing a lot of success coaching and um, strategy coaching. And then I brought in meditation because I realized, you know, it's not just all about the head, it's about the heart and it's about who, who you are as a, as a person, not just what you do. Um, yeah. So I'm just rolling with the times and failure actually is something that I feel has been kind of brushed under the rug as something we should hide something that that has been entangled with shame and i feel like 
COVID has really brought these sorts of things to the surface. I mean, there's, it's better to normalize things that happen to all of us. The fears that we all get, that um, experience of trying to avoid failing, which actually keeps us focused on what we don't want to create, right? So yeah, I think COVID has brought up a lot of things to the surface. So this is the sort of next level. And I'm um, really beginning to integrate the accepting the concept of failure into coaching and into my own businesses as well. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I feel you. And I think that with COVID coming about, we no longer could act like everything was all good, everything was all fine, and that we're doing great and not like kind of brushing those failures under the rug and trying to act as though they don't exist. It's kind of gotten to a point where everybody's going through it in some way, shape or form. Everybody's affected and we need to address it for our own mental health and also for the future of our businesses too. I mean, so many of us have changed what we've done um, in the last six months with everything and that's because we've actually been able to to look at what failure is. So I'd, I'd love to ask you, so what have you learnt about failure and experienced in in your in your experience in business well there's two parts to that that i would like to say one is that um a few years ago um what year is it i don't even remember it was a few years ago uh, we were going to sell our business so i had been growing this business for many many years is really big i was very attached to that identity of like being the founder and I was getting a lot of speaking opportunities and coaching opportunities, but then we were going to sell it. And then I started to really question, well, who would I be if I didn't have that business? So it was around, yeah, four years ago that I started to see, okay, I, I used to think I was part of my business. Like I am this business. And that's when I started to learn that I, if, even if this business goes, I still have meaning. I still have purpose. I still have, I, I, I bring everything to the business, but I'm not the business. So that is one. So it does relate to failure because when you're so attached to your business, you think if the business doesn't um, meet the numbers that you want, or perhaps something happens like, I guess, COVID, um, that you can actually fail, but you can't. It's as it's separate from you. You're actually perfect. Um, maybe you make some bad decisions or make some mistakes, but you're not a failure. You never will be. And it's just not, it's actually an, out, an outside judgment that we put on ourselves, maybe for how, how other people would perceive us. Mm -hmm. So we can't actually really fail as humans in our, in our essence. We can do like really dumb things, but we can't really fail. So yeah, when we were going to sell our business, um, I, I started to realize that that separation needed to happen. And when COVID hit and a lot of our stores had to close and some of them are still closed, I did feel a sense of responsibility. And I think a lot of business owners did, you know, is this my fault? What can I do now? All of the, all of the things that I used to do for them, I can't do anymore. I can't try to generate more sales or bring more people in. No one's allowed out of their house. They just have to sit home and wait. And um, it, I could have gone to that place of feeling like a, a failure. And maybe for a moment I did, but then just keep looking for something. Okay, well, if I can't do that, then what can I do? What can I bring to the situation? So my experience with failure is um, pretty, pretty healthy, I think. Yeah. 
Definitely no. I I've I've learned a lot from you, and I know your experience is definitely healthy. Um, I I love the way that you view failure, and also the way that you kind of view failure and successes as one in another. Um, how would what what does so in saying that what does success mean to you? How would you define success? Because I know so many people, it, it it is a personal thing. Um, some people see finance or. Um, whatever it might be, how would you personally define success? Thanks for asking. Um, success for me is, uh, okay, I love to have money and businesses that work and to kick all my goals, 100%. But really, the true experience of success is when I want to do something and I go for it. And I'm able to consistently keep following what I feel very motivated and inspired by. If um, if I felt scared to do certain things, then then I would that would be the opposite of success. So the way I look at it personally is if I just keep going for what I love and and I'm following my heart. And in um, our meditation tradition, we say following charm, and some people say following bliss. Um, if I keep following bliss, then that that also often attracts abundance and accolades and awards and opportunities. So for me, that sort of like courage tied to action feels like success. And uh, the money, it just comes. But if I just had a lot of money and I wasn't doing what I love, I wouldn't experience that feeling of success. For me, it's very much tied to fulfillment. How about you? How, what do you feel is success for you? Yeah, I think um, I've had a major switch probably in the last couple of years where I, I used to be really scared of making a lot of money. Like it used to, I used to feel dirty or like not right about being like when I got big amounts of money, I don't, it's something that I needed to work through and I'm really happy that I did. Um, but I feel like for me, success is, is actually, it is, it is what's in my bank account, number one, but that is directly correlated to the amount of impact I'm making with the clients that I work with. So for me, success is knowing that I'm working with amazing people, I'm helping them. And and I'm going to be honest, also the, the feedback that I get back from them and the testimonials that I get or just like a random message being like, holy shit, we've just like brought in a third of last year's revenue in a, in a month is that's what keeps me going. And yeah, and I think that I've definitely made a switch, especially with um, when COVID hit, I started to instead of just doing what I thought I should be doing and and I told you this I started just doing things that made me happy I just started doing things that brought me joy and I thought was really fun and exciting so I think for me it's a, it's a combination of that of of doing things that genuinely just bring joy into my life and knowing that the the more I hit my goals financially or in, in either way, um, whatever those goals might be, they'll probably, they will evolve. Um, I know that I'm making a great impact on other people's lives. So I think it's impact, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's gold. Okay, 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 let me just interrupt for a quick minute and tell you about something that you do not wanna miss out on. I am running the Real Instagram Challenge. This is a free five-day Instagram challenge for businesses looking to use Reels to grow and build an engaged Instagram community. So if you've been feeling a little bit flat about your business Instagram, maybe your engagement is a little bit lower than usual, your reach is at an all-time low, 
and you really just want to get things going again. You want conversations to be going off. You want people to be loving the content that you're creating. Then this is the challenge for you. We are going to get you started with reels. Even if you don't know where to start, we got you. Don't worry. <laughs> and we will make sure that we are shaking up your Instagram so that your engagement is through the roof. Reels is a proven way to increase your Instagram account reach and engagement. So make sure that you head over to the show notes and save your seat now. So do not miss out, ladies, and I will see you in there. Nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so what do you feel about the, um, I think it'd be really good to go really a little bit deeper into the relationship between failure and success. I know you've explained it really beautifully to me, but I'd love for you to share that with everybody here. Okay, well, failure and success are on the same, on the same wavelength, let's say, you know, they're, they're sort of two sides of the same coin. So you can't have one without the other. So um, you wouldn't reject success and, and you don't need to reject failure. It's actually both are, you, you can see by our definitions, both are also empty words. It's up to us to give them meaning, right? To fill them with meaning and interpret them. There's no, I mean, there's a dictionary, but there's no real universal definitions of things. It's, it's what we bring to them, right? So success and failure, if you, you, you can use them to your advantage by cultivating meanings that empower you. So every time you fail, you fail. Okay, every time something doesn't go the way you want it to, then you, you bring the gold out of that. Oh, what can I learn from that? How, uh, how can I not do that again? How can I tell someone else how not to do that again? Like you can really sort of get a lot of gold out of failure. And success, you can do the same. I mean, they're both actually so valuable. You couldn't have one without the other. But the essential thing is not to... Um, take it too deeply into who you think you are, right? Um, because that can really inflate your ego. You've seen people who think, oh, I'm so successful. I'm like much better than you. It's not true. They're not. And the people that think are failures, I mean, so, I don't know what to say actually, but it's, a, it's up to them. You know, you know somebody who are people that are so amazing and they're so smart and talented, but they, they feel like they're failures and you're like, what? what are you talking about? I think you're incredible. Um, so it's a perception thing. And um, as like empowered entrepreneurs, it's really important for us to create the, the language and the meaning of the words that we want to use. It's not really up to others to do that for us. We need to reclaim language and redefine how we're going to use it. And I wanted to tell you one cool thing I heard is the a quote, there's no such thing as failure, only feedback. So all of a sudden failure becomes exciting because then you get feedback. Yeah, definitely. I, I hands down believe in that. And I love hearing your, the way that you phrase it of it's feedback, because for me, I haven't heard that before, but I think for me, I've heard it in the way that I interpret failure and um just for those of you listening we are definitely putting it in quotation marks whenever we say it um, <laughs> um when i experience failure i see it as either i'm going to succeed in the situation or i'm going to gain a lesson something that i need to learn from this experience in order to eventually get to where i'm going to be you know yeah that's great what a great reframe i mean it doesn't that give you the courage to you know you do such cool things such bold things that 
you know, you put yourself on the front line and, and share your, your wisdom and your talent and your skills. So how do you think that, do you think that that directly relates to your concept of failure and success? Oh, completely. I mean, so every single year I have a bit of a, I know most people like write down their news resolutions. For me, I always pick like a little motto, something like a quick little sentence that I say again and again in my head. And um, for 2020, actually it was 2019, but I just did the same thing this year too. Um, my motto is to fail quickly. And I think that that, I've, I've done a great job <laughs> this year. Yep, tick, woo, um, kicking goals. Um, but yeah, I think for me, mine is to fail quickly. And the way that I see that is the quicker that I fail, the quicker that I inevitably will bring my success. And I have waited on things for so long and I just, I, I sometimes want to kick myself, but it wasn't the right time in any case. Um, like you're, you're always on time. Like it's fine that I decided to live in that state of fear and not wanting to move forward with it. Um, but the quicker that you fail, the quicker that you, the more like I think open you are to actually be open to failing and that inevitably like you said brings in successes too yeah the sooner the sooner you do it the faster you do it the faster you get to the fruit of and the faster you get to go for what you really love right um, and when you're saying what you're saying before it reminded me of a baby you know how babies they they get up they fall down they get up they fall down but they don't shame themselves like i'm so dumb i can't walk they just like keep going so that's what we have to do. I think it's the shame and the um, identity that we attach to not having things go our way. It's better to just un unconnect with that, brush our shoulders off and just keep going. Just keep going toward what we want to create, what we love. Yeah, definitely. And if you, if anyone listening is someone that, that feels as though they are quite attached to the outcomes of their business, I mean, we, we all have our moments. Um, I, I do all the time. Um, I forget. <laughs> but if there is anybody listening and they feel as though they are quite attached to the outcomes of their business, they feel as though it is a direct correlation to like the way that their own self-worth or the way that they feel about themselves. What would you recommend that they do to create that, that separation between understanding my business success is my business success and my own worth and who I am as an individual is itself? Yeah, well, I mean, it depends. There's probably a, a bunch of ways, but I suppose you, you could give it its own identity and um, have your own, it, it has its own needs, like any relationship, it has needs. And sometimes uh, if, it was, if it was a person and they did something wrong, you know, would you scream at them, abandon them, hide them in the cupboard and not look at them? Or maybe you would like look at them, try to listen to what, you know, maybe why didn't it go that way? What could we have done different? What do you need now to move forward? Maybe just trying to look at it as a separate individual, almost a friendship, like a relationship, but, but separate from you, you know, it's not you. It's uh, something you do and it does reflect your state of mind, but I think it would be healthy to just Think of it as its own personality and also its own um, stages of life. You know, new businesses are like little babies and then they grow into teens and then they grow into, you know, adults and beyond. 
so to appreciate where it is in its growth as well and where you are you know you're kind of growing at the same time just just like a parent a, a dog parent or a child parent you know we're just maybe not to be so hard on ourselves and to give ourselves also more internal validation instead of um looking for other people to tell us if it's successful or not really just being proud of of the choices we make and trying you know yeah definitely i hear you i think that sometimes well i think most of the time we are our biggest critics and we're the harshest on ourselves i mean i i catch myself sometimes speaking like with my internal dialogue like speaking to myself in a way that i would never speak to anyone else for sure yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh wow yeah it's good you catch that though it's good you catch that and you can say what who said that no yeah. we stop being so rude <laughs> we have lots of parts yeah exactly Some are very mean <laughs> Okay, so I am I'm someone that and and I say this openly, I've failed quite fabulously at times. Mm -hmm. um, I have had moments where I haven't reached a particular goal, whether it's financial or just I've wanted to do something, but I just didn't mm -hmm. do it. Or I didn't get a particular client that I really wanted and felt a little bit rejected. How would you... Um, how would you recommend that we we pick ourselves up in those moments where, and I'm gonna be honest, it, it stings, it hurts in those moments when we do first fall, um, get a few grazes, but how do we pick ourselves up in that moment and kind of switch from that that state of being like, and feeling like a failure yeah. um, and, and go into that, that, that next mode of being like, okay, great, what did I learn from this? Or how do I yeah. use this and turn this into success? Um, yeah, well, I, I think it's important to honor your feelings because it does hurt. You know, we, we don't also want to just ignore how, how we feel, but just, you know, honor the feelings. Okay. It's not what I wanted. It didn't turn out. It hurts. I feel like crap and sort of go with that for a little bit, maybe exercise or wine or <laughs> pillows, screaming. I don't know, you know, graffiti um yeah just do first of all move through the feelings right like with with integrity really move through the feelings and then once you sort of come out on the other side of that then you start to use your your heart and nurture yourself as if you're a parent i mean it, it doesn't sound so like girl boss but I, that's how i roll so sort of looking at myself okay you know i you did a good job i know that hurt validating again you know i know you wanted that but also now it's time to let go, you know, sort of letting go of that, trying to see what, what the opportunities were for us, but, but also just um, not hanging on to it. You know, it wasn't looking at rejection as a redirection, but of course we can't do that always right away. You've got to get through the feeling first. So feel the feelings and then start to think, okay, what's in it for me? You know, um, how, how is this working for me? How can I make this work for me? Just take it back. Take it back. If, it, if it's always in your court, if the ball's always in your court in a way, like if, if you realize it's up to you to choose how to process everything, then you're, you're always going to be on top because, you know, you always make it work for you. So you just have to remember you're the creator. You're the most powerful. You're, you're the one who chooses what everything means, where it sits, how long you're going to cry for, um, who you're going to yell at, you know, what are you going to do about it? It's up to you. So, you, but of course we feel like victims once in a while. We're allowed, allowed to do that, but you know, I've got a bit of a time limit in mind. <laughs> yeah. 
two cookies and a glass of wine, you know? That's your your time limit. Um, I don't know what my time limit is. I feel like I I probably, a couple of days, I probably have a couple of days where when with the Ben and Jerry's ice cream, you know, like living my best onesie life. um, And then I tend to snap out of it. (laughs) Yeah, good. Good. Yeah, we just, we gotta, we can learn. We should not let anything that doesn't work for us hold us back though, you know? I mean, we gotta learn or else we'll just do it again. But other than that, we just must keep going forward. We only have, you know, YOLO. Yeah, exactly. Totally. And I guess how um, this isn't like exactly on topic, but like in the sense of you've so say for example you've gone through something you maybe didn't get the outcome that you wanted and you're sitting there and you're thinking okay great i've taken my lessons from it do would you recommend that you kind of go for the same goal if you didn't quite meet it or you actually start going like like for example i'm someone that once i hit a goal i like to go a little bit bigger but bigger big bigger like most people um would you recommend if you did kind of hit a few road bumps that you you just go for the same goal again or kind of just feel your way through it? That's a good question. I guess what I would do is I would just go back into my into my heart, sort of, in my intuition and ask myself, if is it is this right for me again or am I done? You know, I just try to work out what are my intentions? Why do I still need to do that? Did I, what, what was the purpose of it not working? Is it because I didn't do this or is it just time to move on, you know? Um, I would just sort of tune in, tune into the intention. I think of what's this goal really for? And is it, is it, does it really suit me still? Because sometimes we keep goals like lingering, uh, but we outgrow them. But then we think because we said we wanted it, that's where we cut ties with things that are done. Yeah. And I think that also, t- you, you're so right. The moment that you, you started answering that question, I was like, oh, I absolutely love the way that your brain thinks. Like you've just snapped me out of even the question that I asked in the sense of it's not really a matter of whether to go for the same thing or to go bigger it's actually a matter of realigning and deciding whether from an intuition standpoint whether it actually even is something that you want to do or if because that could be the lesson you don't know yeah that's right that's right so you always got to check back in check back into your truth and then um like we've talked about before checking into that bigger vision like does this really work toward where I want to go um, and, and if it does then then it's natural it'll you, you definitely and if it doesn't you just let it go and find what's the next step towards your dream yeah definitely and I know um because I also raved about it a lot at the beginning of this episode but I know that you have a few things in the works I'd love for you to if you don't mind talking about exactly like what's coming up for you and if anybody here listening kind of wants to to touch base with you and to potentially work with you too like let's let's chat about that for a sec Oh, great. So if anyone wants to get in touch, they can get in touch with me through Terry. And I'm on the, um, the Biz Babe side on Facebook and on Instagram, Amanda Lee Walker. And what I've got coming up is I'm launching a mastermind, which I'm really excited about. I'm just choosing the name, but I think it's going to be a magnetic mindset. And it's all around very much of what we're talking about tonight. So, so it's really, you know, very relevant for me. It's around setting goals that are true to our desire, true to where we want to go, true to our own sense of self and not shoulds, but like 
really could, like wants and desires, and setting those goals and then doing some manifestation techniques, getting taking action, clearing any internal resistance. So a big part of it is, for example, if your business needs you to show up on social media, but you're scared, that would be something we would clear because you've got your ego in the way, like scared to be seen. Maybe you're worried about your hair. Like that's so, that's always a stumbling block for me. I'm like, oh, the curls, you know, it's a ponytail or the grays or whatever. Um, we clear this sort of egoic blocks that hold you back because your, your business might need you to do things that are not very comfortable, but it's more important for you to go for the dream and you have to do that. So we support each other to clear the blocks, kick the goals, set new goals, and do it in 90-day cycles. And I'm really excited about that. It's sort of around momentum and keeping pace and meeting other like-minded women, but really about moving forward. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm excited. No, I'm excited too. I will definitely be there. I will, you know, you know me. I will definitely be one of those women. I cannot wait. And this is this is exactly what I think most women in business need. I think there, there's there's a power to exactly what you're saying in needing that that um, that support around aligning with what your goals are and support of working through and clearing the things that are inhibiting you from stepping into the person that you know you want to to be in your business. Um, but I think there's also so much value in doing it in a mastermind setting whereby you're surrounded by not only you as a coach, but also other amazing like-minded women too, to support you and lift you up in those times. Because you like you can always learn something from absolutely every single person. Oh, sure. And also they can, they'll see who you really are. Whereas sometimes we, um, might have a goal like oh I want to do a podcast but then then you think oh well maybe I'll just uh, I'll just do a blog like you, you sort of get yourself going smaller and smaller because you get scared so it's maybe also people can call you out like are you sure you're not just compromising or does this go towards your dream so I think it'd be really fun and I think it's really important and I also think it's important to acknowledge that we all have um imposter syndrome and syndrome we all sometimes think we're not enough we think we're not capable we think we're we're um terrible blah, 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 all the things you know it's just like part of being a human and it's part of um just something we need to constantly deal with if we want to play big right it, the bigger we play also the louder the voice so it's just about normalizing that too and moving through it and knowing there's nothing wrong with you it's actually very normal very normal we all have it it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with us. We're, we're perfect in that way. No, I, I, I hear you. And I'm actually, I'm crazy excited for it. It's going to be really awesome. Um, if anybody does want to find out anything more, I will have all the details in the show notes too. So make sure that you, you go there and click if you are interested. I'm sure that there'll be either you can chat to amanda or i'll just remind everybody when it's out because i'll be talking about it um but thank you so much for your time today amanda i think that today was just such a great little reminder and a check-in that it's okay and to be a little bit kinder to ourselves um and also to think of things a little bit differently when it comes to failure and success and, and and what that means for us so thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us i really appreciate it thank you so nice <laughs> have a beautiful day you too. Bye. See you. Bye. Hey, hey. Thank you so much for listening in today. We have absolutely loved hanging out with you. And if you did love this episode, make sure that you click subscribe so that you do not miss out on any of our future episodes too. If you haven't already, 
and you love the podcast, <laughs> please make sure that you go ahead and give us a quick review. It really helps us. And yeah, we'd really appreciate it. We'll have a beautiful day. And remember, you are magic. <laughs>